gospel. You can be seated. Uh, a really great time for us tonight. And uh, I don't know whose Bible. Is this your Bible? No? It's Pastor Bill's. It's real heavy, I know. I'm going to put his word right down here because I need all my room up here tonight. God is good. Amen? And I have three, uh, I believe, willing volunteers. Uh, <laughs> I might have encouraged them a lot. But, uh, you know, God, God gives all of us um, a part to play in the kingdom of God. And sometimes the very things that we've walked through uh, really will witness and help someone else. That's why the Bible, Bible says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony and then not loving our life even unto death. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> this is why he's not included in this. <laughs> uh, but, but when we don't love our life even unto death, sometimes that just means we share things about ourselves that may have not been the best choices that we made. You know, we lay down our life that others from those situations might glean something that will help them not have to go through that. And I don't know about you, but I'd rather learn from somebody else's mistakes and do it right than have to make all those mistakes myself, if it's possible. Amen. So, Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you that it's true. We, we rest and stand upon the word because that is the surety that we have every day in our lives that no matter what we see, no matter what we feel, no matter what we think, no matter what's behind us, what's with us today, present in what we're doing or ahead of us, we are okay because Jesus has defeated powers and principalities and everything of the enemy that would exalt itself against God's word over us. And we know we have been declared victors, winners through the blood of Jesus. So we receive that tonight by faith, and we go forward from this night knowing that everything that's shared here tonight is to help us get better. We're better together in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. amen. Well, let's make this confession, then you can be seated. The word of God is truth. If I live the word, I will be blessed. If I don't, I won't. It's just that simple. We're going to look at this scripture to begin tonight. And then, um, uh, Crystal, why don't you come on up uh, since you're going to be the first volunteer tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> and I'm going to switch this because we have people sitting here. So you can address everybody better from there than sitting here. So there's a water. You get choked up. Hallelujah. We got Kleenex somewhere, so I think we're ready to go. Uh, you can have a seat. Psalm 121. Uh, everybody say Psalm 121. Where does your help come from? That's what you have to determine in life. Is my help going to come from another individual? You know, are people going to be my source or is God going to be my source? And that's just the choice we have to make in every situation we face. And this has been a psalm that has kept me over the years. Uh, I really... Uh, have a heart for the ones that are going to share it because I was a single mom and I remember how, how, what that time was. It was difficult, but it was probably my greatest growing time in God at the same time. But I remember those times and, and so I appreciate them coming up to share this, but tonight they're going to share with you. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. He is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day nor the moon by night. 
The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in. That's for all of us who don't know where we're going, which way. We're either going in or out. It doesn't matter. He's got us whichever way we're going from this time forth and even forevermore. Everybody say, praise God. Because that is a, a word of trust and confidence that we have. And before Crystal begins, I'm going to read what she sent me. You don't mind if I read a little bit, do you? This is what she said. <laughs> ultimately, and she's going to share things in a minute, but ultimately in growing closer to Christ, I have learned so much. And to summarize things, I'm summarizing before she begins so you know where she's coming from. It's not all the stuff, and she capitalized stuff, all the, all the letters and stuff, we go through, it's how we internalize these things in life. And all these things we consider voids or feel like are broken can be filled by the good Lord. Everybody say amen. amen. And that's the place we finally have to come to. And um, so we have a microphone for you uh, right back here. And uh, so we're going to just visit. I'm going to ask a few questions. And uh, you're going to give great answers because I've heard some of them already. <laughs> And the Holy Spirit, just uh, st stretch your hands out toward her. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for Crystal. I thank you, Lord, that you are the one that puts words in her mouth. And I bind any fear in Jesus' name. And I thank you that the anointing of God rests upon her tonight to share and to give in this service. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, we're just going to talk first about a little of your background. Can you just give us a little background of your life, how you came to Jesus, um, where you um, started? If there's something you could have done, I've probably done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am an emotional person. <laughs> I have so much anxiety and I'm sitting up here, but okay. <laughs> um, I was um, getting off of things um, and some choices that I was making. And I was in the middle of it all as I was trying to um, change my life. I um, dropped to my knees and and I said, "If there's a God, I need you." My sister called me up and said she needed help with her bills, and we were going to Victory Christian, and here I am. <laughs> Give God praise, because God will go find you, and He will get you, and He will bring you. Um, I, you know, I had different questions, but um, just so you know a little bit of background right now. Crystal works full-time, right? Uh -huh. uh, yes. Tell them where, where you're working. Subaru. And, and you work the night? Yes, I work third shift. Third shift. How many children do you have? Five. Hallelujah. And, and anybody else she picks up along the way that yeah. needs help, hallelujah, because she tends to do that. Um, you know, I want you to share about your, your growing up and your grandma and your mom and how all that in your family. I think it's important that you hear this testimony of how God can do miracles. Um, God is a God who restores. So go ahead. I grew up, um, um, my mom divorced my dad, um, when she was pregnant with me and, um, uh, he went off to the army. Uh, my mom was there. She had three kids. She was a single parent and I spent most of my time with grandma. Um, my grandma, um, kept me in the church, took me to church. I remember, <laughs> and I still carry these traits today running behind and going as fast as you can to get to the church. So, so um, you know, uh, I was grounded all my life. But, you know, in, in that, 
<laughs> I went off and made my own choices. Um, what am I sharing? About your, <laughs> about, about your, uh, how your grandma raised you, and you mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't have that relationship with your mom. Yeah, back yeah, at that we, time. we were kind of distant, and now it's, it's today. It is healing. We are closer today than ever, you know. And sometimes maybe I don't, you know, give her the um, gratitude and the, you know, everything that she deserves because she stands by me. So now I spend all that time with my grandma. Well, my kids spend all that time with their grandma, too, but their grandma and their mom right together. So, you know, one step at a time, it's all been pulled into one big picture. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's pretty beautiful. I think that's, uh, that's, that's what God does. He restores things that seem so not helpful to us as we're going through them later become a testimony for his glory. Right. And, and I wonder to share that, you know, um, with your children, uh, how do you make all of that work, the relationships with your children and working and... Um, my mom is a great help (laughs) and it's not easy. That's for sure. But, um, you know, uh, everything has its, it's, it's the good Lord in the midst of it It has its perfect timing and everything. Some days it seems really difficult, but it it flows. It has its own little flow. You know, I'm blessed enough to be on third shift, be able to do dinners with my, with my children. Um, Brooklyn has acrobats she goes to, so that's kind of her own individual time. Um, Michaela's four. The baby, you know, babies just need that time and attention all throughout the day. So they just each one have their own time. Now, Michaela, I will go and volunteer at her school, you know, so there's her time bundled in its own. You know, it, it just kind of flows together on its own. When I don't do have you to sleep? make it happen. <laughs> Some days I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it. But, um, no, I, I sleep during the day. My mom, uh, Michaela and Brooklyn go to school. My boys spend most of their time with their dad. Um, uh, and then Michaela and Brooklyn go to school and the baby's home. My mom uh, now, takes care of her while I sleep. With, with the boys? With the boys. It's, re- it's really pretty good. They need anything, they call mom. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had a pretty good relationship with them. Um, uh, we've been through some some rocky times. It's a little bit different than the girls. Uh, I I started having them when I was 19 and 20. That's way different than having a kid at 30. So you learned a lot. Yeah. Is that what you're trying <laughs> yeah, to do? And I us? continue to learn yeah. all the time. Okay. And then would you share about your dad? You know, you wrote me that thing yeah. about your father. I thought that was very. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, uh, my mom got divorced when uh, she was pregnant with me. Um, I guess I was told at a younger age that maybe uh, he wasn't my dad. He wasn't there. He sent letters home. You know, he's going to give me a, I didn't drink pop. So he was going to get me a root beer at the root beer stand or something, you know, or a Kool-Aid or whatever I wanted, you know, when he came home and he sent letters, but, uh, then he got remarried to a woman and lived out of state. He did come home when he finally came home. I recall a specific time at the age of 15, we were going to dinner and, um, he said, well, you know, I may not be your father. Well, that kind of broke me, and I thought, well, well, who am I then, you know? <laughs> so that that was kind of a, a very big um, loss of who I was, you know, and a, a part of my life that, you know, I wanted to fill. When I went to fill it, I went and found the person that could be, and it wasn't a very good experience. So, you know, I guess now I know that, you know, was, I was guarded by my parents for a reason, <laughs> You know, and the dad that has always been there is my dad, even when he wasn't there and just writing letters is the one that stands beside me today. You know, sometimes we're looking for relationships and they're really not the relationship we should be looking for. We'd be better off if we didn't ever get in that relationship. But but there's something about us that wants to find out 
about that situation, mm -hmm. and I'm thankful for Crystal. Um, what do you do when nothing's working out the way you planned? <laughs> and that happens quite often sometimes. I, I try not to look at it. We're, we're taught here to not walk by sight. I pray and, and, you know, and I have to hold on to anything good that I can grab a hold of. And I, I'm one of those people, where should I, I've, I've been blessed enough to have, I, I don't have a whole lot of friends because I take that to heart. I grab hold of something and, you know, and, and I put my whole heart into it. So, so therefore I keep things out here, just a little about me. Um, but I have been blessed enough to have a couple friends that get to hear blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel better. So <laughs> I'm very thankful that, the, that they have been there for me. So those relationships help you when those times come oh, yeah. around. And I know Sandy works and helps. Absolutely. It helps you. Absolutely. Yeah. She's been a very big blessing in my life. Yeah. Um, I, I want you to pray tonight for um, moms that, you know, I think the fact that you work full time and take care of a family, Jesus. you know, in our society today, it's like, well, you can't work and take care of children. And this is, you know, five children. Not that they're all with her all the time, but she's responsible for five children. But God has supplied her mom, you know, into the picture to be there to help her. Even your dad, right? Uh -huh. he, he helps right. too. Oh, yeah. So, so he's involved. So, you know, God will bring into our lives people to help us. We are not dependent Thank on Jesus. government. We are not dependent you know, except upon God. And when we trust him, we can have a job. We can take care of our children. And I've watched uh, Crystal since she's been in this church, just go from glory Amen. to glory. And some of you that are here see that, but it's relationships that God has put and restored for one thing. And I'd like for you to pray that, that there would be restoration. How many of you in here have some restoration that needs to be done in relationships, especially if you're a single mom and you've got children, you know, whether it be with a spouse or uh, just uh, someone that you were in relationship with, uh, maybe parents just like what she has experienced. And, and I'm going to believe tonight that her testimony is going to cause our faith to rise to believe and your faith to rise and believe that you can do it with Jesus because that's what you said right here. You said to summarize things, it's not all the stuff we go through. It's how we internalize these things. And it looks to me like you're internalizing pretty darn good girl. It's, I mean, it took some learning. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely working on me still as we speak. Well, let's just pray. And then we're going to, close with that song that says uh, I have a maker and he knows who I am and he knows my name amen so go ahead and pray dear Lord I just thank you so much for all that you are um, I pray that you will give us eyes to see and ears to hear and can you continue to pour into us and restore us and carry us from glory to glory in Jesus name amen you know uh, let's let's all sing that song I I have a maker and he knows my name go ahead Jen you can lead us I have he formed my That's what he did. He made you, created you the way you are. Before even time began, my life was in his hands. Yeah, he knows my name tonight. 
How would you summarize where you're at right now, Crystal? God's so good. <laughs> Amen. He is. Let's pray for Crystal. Father, I thank you for Crystal. I thank you for her life. We pray over these children that every day you give her strength. Because I know she's sitting here and she's, she's sharing with us. But I also know that she wakes up every day after a few hours sleep and has the responsibility and knows that responsibility is on her. But she knows who's got her. And that's Jesus and the family that you've brought back around her to support her, to help her. We just thank you for the love of Jesus in her. We plead the blood of Jesus over her and her family, that they will continue to prosper and be all that you've called them to be. In Jesus' name, give her relationships, Lord. Continue to give her good relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Give her a hand. Hallelujah. You know... um, Relationships are very important. Uh, we need each other. We're better together. And uh, when, I, when she shared the story, and uh, we're very grateful for you, Mom, <laughs> for helping her. You know, uh, it's those things in life that make it possible for us to do what we have to do. Amen. Um, I want to invite Makia to come up. Uh, come on up, Makia. Give Makia a hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. Crystal's been here since 2012, and um, Makia, I think, has been here just a little longer than that. Come on up, honey. I enjoy talking to Makia. Now, she's, she's straight up. She tells it just like it is, honey. <laughs> and there ain't any gray. Hallelujah. <laughs> but um, just um, this, you know, your life, I know when we talked and uh, you, we were talking about different things, I want you to share, you know, concerning your father, but. Could you just tell them a little bit of your background, you know, like where he came from? And her children, uh, she has three. I have three kids. Yeah. Um, two boys, one girl. And they are, Robert is how old? Robert is 13, Sincere is nine, and Zaire is seven. Yeah. And you're working? I work in the kitchen, uh, Midland Meals, um, food organization for senior citizens and disabled people. How do you work full time? Full time. Full time. Hallelujah. Day or night? Um, I work days, morning, okay. early morning shifts. Okay. All right. Um, so how'd you how'd you get to Jesus? Um, this what I didn't tell you. I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Um, and I grew up in the projects, and um, I didn't grow up in church. Okay. Um. But, you know, how some people are, go to church on Easter. <laughs> so we went to church on Easter, but then um, it was uh, some people who used to come in the neighborhood who used to come and get all the kids and take them to church. Um, so when my mama had the courage to let us go, we did that a couple of times. So um, I guess that that's when God I opened the door for God to come in. Um, that was the first step. And coming here, I moved down from here um, and needed assistance and ended up coming here, heard Pastor Pam preach and stayed. <laughs> <laughs> well, when was that? I mean, how long ago was that? Um, I came Robert to, was little. Yeah, Zaire was a baby. She's seven now. Yeah. Um, it was 2008, sometime over the summer. That's all okay. I can remember. All right. And uh, now when you came here, did you... You had all three of them? Were you by yourself? When I moved, uh-huh. um, I was pregnant with pregnant and had two kids. 
Okay. So I was already pregnant and um, moved down here. I'm kind of homeless. <laughs> I was homeless. I um, stayed in the shelter for about a week or two until I got my paycheck from my last job and took everything I had to get an apartment and just trusted God was going to make a way because I had no idea what was going to happen. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I want her to share a little bit about her relationship with her dad. You know, um, no matter how old we are, you want to have a relationship with your parents. I mean, children want to. Children will stay in abusive situations we've seen over the years rather than not have a parent. They, would, they, will, they will go through anything to keep and stay in that place. And, and I want you to share with me about what you told me about your life, about always wondering about your dad. Okay, um, I grew up with all females, not one single male influence in my life whatsoever. Um, my dad, I didn't know him at all. My mom, when she was, I was about nine months, she moved to Chicago. I was born in Milwaukee, left my dad. No contact, no nothing. So I haven't seen him since I was nine months. Of course, I don't remember nothing about him. And so um, that was that. And then I had a, a grandfather who um, would only warn my brother because he was the only boy. So I had to suffer from rejections from that because I'm a girl and he's a boy and he needs, you know, the boy male figure. And I just remember um, having hope. Hope has got me... This far, um, hope that there's another tomorrow, there's an, um, another day. And I know tomorrow's never promised, but just having hope that tomorrow will come. Whether that's here or in heaven, tomorrow will come. And every year, I pray that, okay, God, this will be the year I meet my dad on my birthday or on Christmas or on Easter or whatever special holiday or he's going to just come and surprise me at the school. Or I remember contacting Maury as a teenager, never had no response and just kept having hope year after year. And um, I cry at night and get up smiling in the morning and just uh, tomorrow's the year. You know, thank God for tomorrow. So um, that's kind of, I know I went into more details with you, but. Yeah. But then you finally went to see him. Oh, okay. So I just met him a couple of years ago. And um, I met, I contacted my grandma. My sister contacted me on Facebook. My, I paid money to contact my grandma. My dad just so happened was coming from Las Vegas back to the Midwest for a funeral for my granddad's funeral. And they was coming my way, but I was too afraid to meet him. So I took the last $20 I had to pay for a ticket. And I can remember God giving me a song. God has always given me a song right before he blessed me with something. And I didn't pay for my ticket. Um, the conductor just passed us by. So that last $20 I had, I kept it and got a free ride <laughs> to go um, to go meet my my dad, which I felt so uncomfortable. And so I thought, okay, that was just the first experience. So I ended up going to go visit him in Las Vegas, thinking like everything's just gonna be better. You know, just that that part of me, that hole was gonna finally be filled, and got all excited. And I finally got there, and it was nothing. Still empty, still lost still hurt, still broken, still where I was at. And I realized that 
Jesus is my only, the only person who can make me whole, the only person I can find my fulfillment in, the only person, the only person thing or whatever it is I need, he's everything I need. It's not found in no person, no body, no thing, no feeling, no anything. He's just, he's everything. And of course, from time to time, I, you know, try to find my way back to things or people to try to feel something that's already been filled. It's already filled. If you just stay in the position that he has you in, you already hold in that position that you are in. Isn't that amazing? Um, you know, I know that you said to me, and I just thought this was so interesting, because you said, I've never been around a man. So how am I supposed to know to have a relationship? How do you have a relationship with a man if you've never been around one? And I thought, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But tell him, tell him. Um, I am a great friend. Yeah. But I do not know how to respect a man. I don't know how to respect the authority. You cannot tell me what to do. <laughs> um, you can't. I mean, that's nothing you can say to me because I just have a, a wall. But I respect people. I respect people and I respect a person. But that authority, a male, I, I, I'm growing. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm softening it up. Um, I'm learning how to speak calmly. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> but I had never had that thought before. You know, if you've never really been around uh, a male influence, she grew up with all women, like you said. You just only knew women, and women took care of you, took care of the family. Whatever was done, it was a woman who Yeah, who teachers, did. doctors, women, women, women. And even when I, I play basketball, I even had rejections from my basketball coach. Oh. I just re- men just rejected me. So and I was a tomboy. I mean I was cool with them, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, that was about didn't it. even work, did yeah, it? Yeah. Just... <laughs> well <laughs> now now I want you to share a little bit because you talked about um you know, now with your son, and there's not a male figure there, and, and what you've been teaching him and trying to help him with. Well, um, Robert. Yeah, um, we just call family curses, I yeah. want to say. Yeah. Um, same thing happened with me. I got three kids and two baby, baby daddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, girl. Keep on going. And um, they're not around. Um, in their mind, they're around. But physically, they're not around. Um, and so I remember, I know I went through a lot of hurt as a kid. So I know my son, being a boy, has to go through a lot of hurt. He does not open up because he's a boy. And I realize that men do not talk about their feelings like, you know, women do. So... Um, <laughs> It took God helping me with that because I used to try to yell at him, get him to talk, and say, I, I know you're feeling something. Just say it, you know, so I can help you. Um, so I eventually stopped tormenting him with that <laughs> and just um, started sharing my testimony yes. and started telling him how I used to feel 
and the things that I used to do, even though he never talked to me, I talked to him. You're going to hear, hear my story, and hopefully that it's, ministry, it's ministering to you. Um, I should tell him how I used to feel and how my brother did. He, you know, he played the in and out, and I used to get jealous because I didn't even know what my dad looked like. Um, but you just, just told him, like, you know, it's making you who God wants you to be. It's like Pastor Pam said earlier, some of the relationships – even if it is your daddy, you need not to be in that relationship. I mean, maybe his duty was just to make you and bring you in the world so that God can use you for something greater, something better, because he probably didn't choose the path. And he probably, you know, God uses everybody. And I'm not saying that God's not going to use the people who we feel like God ain't no hope for. Um, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I love it. Keep going. Because this is life. Do you know, this is life. You know, uh, there are so many dads missing. So many fathers missing. And I cannot tell you, when I talk to single moms, there are so many fathers missing. When I talk to some married women, there are fathers missing. The devil is stealing the male role and it's very important. I, I was really blessed when she told me that she talks to her son. And she's found a way to communicate with him to not talk at him, but to share about herself, which then he can open up and he's, he's interested. It's not about him. It's about her mm-hmm. and how she's helping break that curse. And it's funny that you should say that because that's what I felt, uh, that that curse is being stopped. Uh, you know, uh, God sent Jesus to take care of the curse and what was released was the blessing. And so that's what we believe over your house, the blessing. And we believe that whatever God is going to do, it's going to bless you. It's going to bless all three of the children. And uh, sometimes I know when she shared with me um, that she had a choice at one point to have their dad around, but it wasn't going to be the right way. Everybody say the right way. And because of Jesus, she made a decision, I'm not going to do that. You know, and, and so I believe because she chose Jesus in that situation, it actually is a protection. Now, he may one day get it turned around and, and be who he needs to be, but Robert's very influential right now. He's 13. And so the male people that are surrounding him need to be male people that he can identify with and go after. And uh, I think you need to give her a big hand because she's doing a great job. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Uh, I want you to pray for, for all of us here, you know, that, um, that we, we find just what you found, that Jesus is the one, the relationship that's above all, especially when you're by yourself with three children or four or however many. Three. 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 <laughs> okay. I don't want to confess anything, right? Okay. <laughs> Only three. <laughs> Done and finished. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and pray. Father God, we just thank you for your grace and your mercy that carries us from day to day. Father God, I thank you for your strength. I thank you for your identity that we hold in you. That we know who we are and there's nothing that can come against us that will stop us from going places and doing the things you have called us to do. I just pray that everyone will receive 
their wholeness in you, Father God, that no one will go seeking after things or people, that they will hold on to who you say that they are, hold fast to the things that you have taught them, allow them to look at the good side, the bright side of things, when things get hard and, and things don't go the way that it should go, but that it's shaping them into the places or the people and the things that they need to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's stretch your hands out. Yeah, let's pray for her, though, Father. We thank you right now for Makia. You know, Makia, I know you said to me, uh, I'd like my children to have a father, but I want a father that's going to love them and be the father that they need. And so, Father, I thank you. I pray that for Makia. I pray that over all the single moms in this congregation have a desire to be in a relationship. And, and I pray for you to teach Makia, continue to teach her, because I know she's learning. That, that's just a, a wall that we all put up. We don't, we're not going to let anybody in that's not coming in with the right thing. And so I thank you continue to mold her and make her as a mom and, and preparing her for a relationship that you have for her. Because I believe you give us the desires of our heart. And I pray for Robert, I pray for the younger children, that you will be the father that they need. Because the song says, I have a father. I have a father, he knows my name. And so we believe that you know the name of every person in this family. And I pray that their days, the best days are still ahead of them. And that you will continue to encourage Makia every day as she goes to work. That you are with her, you are for her. And she has the victory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, love you, sister. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Makia. Okay, Manny, you're up. Hallelujah. Give Manny a hand. <clears throat> we have had Manny with us since Manny was a young boy. 1998. Wow. That's going to be almost 20 years here pretty soon. Yeah. You do look the same. Honey, you look just like you did. You're just a bigger Manny than you used to be. You were a little Manny. Now you're a big Manny. Here you go. <laughs> Microphone check. How you guys doing? Man? Are you a rapper? Uh, I used to be a rapper. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you look like you could be a rapper. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, man, I love every single one of you guys have been I've got to know a lot of you guys throughout the years, and you guys have all blessed me individually. I mean, majorly. Thelma Snugs, like a, almost like a spiritual mother to me, and I just love this church so much, man. I just wanted to say that just before I said anything. You guys are amazing. This is a loving church, and, you know, I thank God for Pastor Bill and Pam following, following through with what with the Lord had called them to do. And, and, you know, my life or our lives wouldn't be anywhere near here if they didn't take that step, and I just thank God for that, you know. Praise the Lord. We're, we're grateful for you, Manny. Um, you know, Manny, just share a little bit of your background. I mean, you were here, and then you kind of went and visited other things or something. We didn't see you for a yeah. while. Uh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> All right, um, we'll start from, um, I'm trying to think. Um, I, I, my mom had groomed me up in a Pentecostal church here, so I didn't really understand what was going on. It was all Spanish, so I didn't really get to know you know, the things of the Lord. And uh, so I didn't really take, you know, too much uh, interest in it, you know. I just knew that if you didn't dress a certain way, they were going to bang you over the head with Bible. So I, I thought, you know, you know, I thought that, you know, that you had to do a certain way, live a certain way to, to be, to be, you know, acceptable to God. And, you know, I came here from a friend in 1998 and, 
I mean, I just completely just blown away, completely blown away by when I walked in here, people started hugging me, and I was like, you know, what? And, um, you know, uh, yeah, so, you know, God had a calling on my life because I stayed here then, and um, I'm trying to remember, Pastor Bill had got a call from my friend who had a Mexican market, and uh, back then I was just, I was loose, man, I had no guidance at, at all, whatsoever, and Pastor Bill had got a call from my friend, and he was like, hey, is it true that Manny goes to your church because my son supposedly wants to go with him to this church, and, you know, Pastor Bill was like, yeah, man, he's new here, and, and, you know, he does come here, so, you know, that just gives you, you know, to, you know what I'm saying, like, not having a father, not having a father, or any kind, even a mother sometimes could, you know, because sometimes, it does have so much effect on where a child could be, you know, where, it, so, but, as well, as far as that goes, yeah, I've been in and out of victory for the past almost 20 years, and uh, back in 2001, uh, the Lord had told me to go to Teen Mania. I didn't really think I could go there, and, um, you know, I made it there, and I met a lot of amazing people that are doing a lot of amazing things right now, and, um, yeah, man, uh, yeah, I'm kind of forgetting where I'm going. That's good. It's all good. It's all, it's good. all good. So, you know, just to say that God never forgets about what he's got planned Amen. for Amen. you. I believe that. Do you believe that, man? I, do, I definitely yeah, believe yeah. that. And, uh, and I, I was so glad that he said he would share because you don't have a lot of men that are raising children by themselves that want to tell you about it, you know. And uh, I, I specifically uh, wanted him to share. He came back and... Um, I say 2013. Yeah, and Corey... She came back. Well, she I introduced her to Victory. So I heard she went to Blaze, though, before she told me. Yeah. A yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh-huh. But we came back when I found out that I had a son on the way. Actually, we kind of came back in 2011 just because, you know, I I really wanted to get back with the Lord. It was always in my heart. And um, I just kept, no matter what I did, you know, God took care of me. There's a lot of situations that I was in. You know, the Lord definitely took care of me, and he's no respecter of persons. So um, there's just a lot of situations that I was in, and I just kept getting drawn back into where I knew, you know, where I was accepted, you know. So, yeah, so we brought, uh, I met, we brought, well, I reintroduced you guys to Corey, and then I found out that we were having a baby, so then I knew right away I couldn't do anything that I was doing, because I wanted my son to grow up, you know, in, in, in the things of God, and so, yeah, I'm back, and I've been back. Did he help you get out of what you were doing? Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, and it's been hard, because it's, it's all been a walk of faith, because the things I was doing I was able to live comfortably, and now the things that I'm not doing anymore, I have to, mm, this sounds weird, I have to work for my money now. <laughs> I, I have to work for my money now. But, you know, but the Lord is good, you know, like, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how to say it any other That's way. That's the best way, I guess. Yeah. We all got it. Amen. So that was good yeah. communication, brother. That's awkward, yeah. awkward, but yeah. And I, you know, uh, things didn't really work out the way you wanted them to with Corey. Yeah. But uh, you had a son and yeah. I have watched you uh, on Facebook. I've watched, you've gone through some things oh, yeah. To, oh, yeah. to keep your son. Uh, yeah. That mean, the son, enemies worked overtime against both of you kids. Yeah, he you definitely, definitely has. I see the, you know, the, man, I, like I said, man, I thank God for this church, man, because I don't know where I would be, you know, because of what the Lord has done. But I, I know a lot because of this church. I went to the uh, v, uh, Bible. VBI. Yeah, VBI. Yeah. I graduated through that, and then, so I know a lot of the words, so when a lot of things are happening, I'm able to, you know, understand what's going on, okay, I see what's going on here, so 
when things start to go crazy, I automatically know, you know, that, you know, the enemy's attacking me and he's also trying to attack my son. So I pray, you know, definitely pray favor, like a lot of different prayers over him every day. But yeah, he's uh, definitely try to attack. And, um, you know, every day is, in, is a new day as far as like things that come my way with that situation with between me and his mom. But uh, yeah, it's gotten better. Way better. What, I mean, how's God shown you to keep, you know, all of us uh, that are in that situation, at least when I was in it, you, you have to deal with someone that you're not living with anymore. Yeah. And, of course, there's all these other people that get involved in that relationship because, you know, there's people that the other person gets involved with and then you have relationships. And so you got all these relationships scrambled together and really nobody on the same page. Yeah. And uh, But you've... I've watched over time for Dominic's sake. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Yeah. More for Dominic than for you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, explain how God's shown you to, to treat his mom. Definitely with unconditional love the way the Lord has. You know, every time I, I'd fall off and I'd come back to the Lord, I, I would never feel any any condemnation. It would just be like, where you been? I love you. Unconditional love. And I've shown, er, I mean, the Lord has shown me to love her the same way because it's you know we do not battle against flesh and blood so when we go through the things that we're going through uh we can get you know we can bring up all the past and all that but i just know to love her and loving her directly it just you know it stops everything she doesn't come against me at all in any way shape or form and she's in a situation right now you know where i'm writing her and i'm I'm constantly letting her know that i'm praying for her and that Whatever, you know, that God uses everything for good. So he's going to turn this situation around, and I'm speaking the word over her. So now so now she's, you know, she's let down our garden. She's like an open open now with me. And, and anything that the enemy was trying to, like, use for harm is not in effect anymore because of the simple fact that, you know, I'm trying to operate the way the Lord would have me, like how he operated in my life. That's a good word. Amen. You know, it's not easy because that uh, there was a point there, and, you know, I'm not trying to say where things are now, but yeah. you really uh, wanted that relationship restored. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and but he had to put that as his son's welfare and the fact that he wanted this, his son's mom to be okay so that Dominic can have a mom and a dad, you told yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. I wanted that. I just... I grew up with, uh, without a father. I mean, obviously, I mean, I think Pastor Pam brought that up. If not, you yeah. guys know now, I grew up without a father. And um, my mother had worked, you know, 17 to 16 hours a day. She worked in this plant uh, called Del Monte in Minnesota. And she worked, you know, eight hours there. Then she worked in the fields before that from four in the morning until whenever it is she went in there. So I pretty much had absolutely no guidance. And so growing up, always like always like man where's my dad do i have a dad and i'd always ask my mom where's my dad and he would she would just be like oh he's not here you know so i knew growing up anyways that i never wanted my son or any kid i've ever had or will have to go through what i went through you know and um so for the for that sake i always wanted to make it work i just wanted dominic to have mommy and daddy you know i didn't want him to go from house to house so a lot of times it would really hurt me because i would see that he he's only two and a half well he'll be three next month there but, he is yeah <laughs> he's so cute yeah he's amazing he's so <laughs> he's super smart because he knows that there's two different environments and i see it in him and it just it hurts me that he has to adjust his mindset from when he's with mommy or when he's with daddy but i have to remind myself 
you know, that, you know, God uses everything for good and that, you know, somehow, some way that he's going to get the glory from this situation. So, yeah. Yeah. And you have to take him home and leave him. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes when, some, yeah, sometimes. When, how does that go? How do you do that? Um, when his, yeah, when, when his <laughs> mom was out or whatever, um, just, you know, I'd pick him up. I'm trying to think of this, of the specifics. Um, when his mom was out or whatever, she's only, she's only been in there for like about a week, but. She's in the jail right now. Yeah, she's in jail. We're praying for her. Yes, yes. But pretty much I would get him from, I work third shift as, as well, like Krista. Um, so I'd, I would work from night. So when his mom was out, he would go spend the night with his mommy. And then, and then I would allow, or so I can get some sleep. I would not let him spend until like 1 o'clock p.m. with his mom. And I'd pick him up. And then I'd have him the rest of the day and just hang out with him. And then that was that's how that would work. But I mean, he loves his mommy so much, so it was just it was easy, you know, so easy to let him go with mommy. Yeah, you know, um, we we'd rather it wouldn't be that way, but God can make anything beautiful. It says He makes all things beautiful in His time. It's I believe what Manny, you know, and I know there was a season there where it wasn't like that. There was a lot of warfare. Yes, yes. And until Manny made the decision as the head of. The, the situation as the man everybody say the man and and i admire manny for taking that position because uh because of just like what i've seen in the others that have shared in other situations where sometimes the pain that i know you have had to experience the hurt that you have to experience to do what you're doing is released by faith in god that he's doing something that manny can't really see right now yeah. But he's willing to make that sacrifice so that his son has his mom and has him. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, if Working. How, how, you're working full-time, just working, like Crystal? Yeah, full-time. Uh, thirds at Oscar Winsky's right now. You're working for a living, huh? Yeah, working for a living. <laughs> it's a whole other world, man. You got to... It's a whole other world. I mean, the only reason I'm saying that, it sounds real weird, but the money that I'm getting, I'm only getting a certain amount of money a week, and I'm I'm not used to just having a certain amount of money a week. And so I'm still trying to, I'm praying that God will guide me in how to not only work for my money, but I know that once I start understanding how to handle my finances, then he'll allow me to enter into another, you know, gate or door where I'll have more money, and I'll be able to be more accountable with it. So I know that this is all a test, and it's just, and I'm, and I'm thankful that, you know, for a long while I was too focused on me and, oh, woe is me, I'm so hurt, and this and that. And then, you know, I just, one day I just told the Lord, you know what, Lord, I don't want to be on my throne anymore. You know, I, I remember when I was 17, you were the only reason that I was alive, and I want that fire back in me. I want, I want that holy reverence for you, Lord, and that, that means I have to get out the way. So, Lord, I just pray that you replace that and take take that place back in my heart and ever since then you know like this has been easier you know yeah well let's give manny a hand what a great testimony and uh dominic is growing he's a happy he's a happy boy yes ma'am even even though his mommy can't be with him right now yeah. manny makes sure that he's talking to oh, her. oh yeah i definitely remind him every day that mommy's thinking about him and if she can call you know, I definitely give uh, give her give him the phone and reassure him inst- all the time. You know, mommy loves you, and so yeah. Yeah, I want you to pray for all of us that uh, in relationships where it's difficult, that we would be able to love like Jesus, like He's teaching you to love. Uh, 
for the sake of others. Amen. Maybe not for us, but for others. Yes. Go ahead. Father, I thank you, Lord, for your mercy, Lord, for your grace. And I thank you that everyone in this church, they can hear my voice or anyone that's going to be hearing the audio CD, Lord, that would be completely just affected by your love and your grace. And in every situation that, you know, that are, are, are the people like us are, are going through, Lord, that you would show us that you're there through it, through the thick and through the thin, Father, and that we don't have to worry about tomorrow's worries, Lord. We just continue, continuously remind ourselves, Father, that, you know, that you got our backs and that you love us unconditionally, Lord. You know how we love our children, Father. I pray that all the relationships that the people are going through in here, Lord, that you would show them and continue to give them wisdom on how to react. And then remember, Lord, that, you know, we're held at a higher account because of uh, the, the knowledge and the love that you placed in us, Father, that so that we could love others that may not see what's important, that we love them like how you love them, Father, and, and every, you know, in every aspect of our lives, Father, and uh, that you would receive the glory, Father, and I pray for every mother and father and grand, grandparent, anyone in here, children, that, that um, the things that you have for them, Father, that they would, you know, never lose, lose sight of what's important, Father, that you would uh, open up their hearts and continue to break their hearts for the things of you, Lord, and you would receive the glory, Father. We worship you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's pray for Manny. Father, we thank you for Manny. I thank you for Corey tonight. I thank you that this this situation that she's in is is going to be used for God's glory, and she's going to open her eyes, and she's going to she's going to be who God called her to be, to be the mother that God's called her to be, because. Because Manny's speaking that, we're speaking that. And you said you hasten to perform your word. I thank you for Dominic, and I thank you for Manny as they're, they're a team. I thank you, Lord, that Manny it knows what to do for Dominic, and he's, he's there for Dominic. I also pray, Lord, that the gifts and callings on Manny's life will continue to be fulfilled. Lord, I know you have a call on Manny's life, and I know he knows it. And I thank you, Lord, that you guard and protect him from the work of the enemy to stop the plan. I believe he's a man for this generation to speak into the lives of men of this generation, of his generation. I thank you, Lord, he's a man to speak into the lives of young people. And I thank you, Lord, that he will fulfill his divine destiny. Lord, I thank you if you called him to be a rapper, that that heart for rapping and thinking and speaking the things of God through that rap will draw children, draw young people, draw his peers to the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I thank you that you continue to open the doors that put him in the right places and build relationships in his life that continue to keep him in the place that you need him to be for this day, for your kingdom, for your glory, in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, give Manny a hand. Hallelujah. Well, now, Manny, I'm going to be calling on you to rap next, so just get you some little ditty ready to go, okay? Let's stand up. Hallelujah. I remember when Manny used to rap over there in the blaze, and, uh, you know, I love to rap. And uh, one time, honestly, in this church... Uh, it was on a Sunday night. We were doing praise and prayer. It was we used, one night a, uh, a month. We used to do that. And I mean, I don't know what struck me. It was had to be the Holy Ghost. 
And uh, my sister was over here drumming at that time, and and I was I I just went berserk, and I was, I was rapping, and I took off, and I my shoe flew off, and I, the whole congregation got excited. It was like the anointing of God just hit the place, and I loved it. I loved rapping. I think there's a place for rapping. I went to Mexico, could not speak the language, and they asked me at the end of it to close it, and I got up and I started rapping, and I kid you not, it was a women's meeting from all over. We were in some neighborhood over the walls came all these young people and they were climbing over the walls to get in because they could hear that rap even though it was in English they heard that beat going and they heard that rap going and they came in and then they started rapping for Jesus I mean it turned into a hoedown hallelujah it was great you know we can't limit God for what he wants to do amen I would like Crystal and McKee and, and Manny just to come down here for a minute at the end I want you to come love on him Give them a good word. Speak to them. Yeah. Give them a, give them a hand as they come. <clears throat> if you're here tonight and uh, you've never received Jesus, these are a product of what Jesus can do to turn things the way they ought to be, you know. And if you need to come back to Jesus, we're going to pray right now. But you bow your heads. Let's just all pray this together. Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he can make a way where there is no way. He can take what's been torn down, and he can build it back up. He can take what's going the wrong direction and turn it around and bring it going the right direction. Tonight, Lord, I give my heart, my whole heart, to Jesus. Be the Lord of my life. Give me the words that will help others, that will minister to my family, to be who I need to be, to my friends. Lord, I thank you tonight. In Jesus' name, that I have power, that I am anointed for the season I'm living in. And I thank you that the fruit of my life will glorify and magnify you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. One more thing. Next week, Todd and Donna will be sharing on blended families. And it's going to be great. So you don't want to miss it. Sunday. Annabelle Camp, Kelson, and Hannah are going to talk about friendships and family. And so it'll be a great day on Sunday. Bring your friends, God's healing relationships all over. In Jesus' name, go and be blessed.